What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Bishop Bang, and welcome to another episode of It's Whatever with the Bishop. Magic Moments with the Mosleys present. I got my man, Funny Man Jeff, in the building. Yeah, yeah. I got my boy, GB, in the building. Eight and we got Mr. Brandon Flood in the building. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Good afternoon. Uh, good weekend to everyone. Okay. Uh, Brandon Flood, uh, man of many hats, uh, but uh, as uh, we discussed right, prior right, right, to right, the show right. going live, uh, you know, we'll just put uh, the title on the community organizer. Okay. Many of you know me uh, from different capacities, one capacity or another, right, right, so right. I don't like to box myself in. Okay, yeah, good. We're glad to um, have you here with us. Um, we have, we're not here to harass you, but oh, we just want to, um, it's Black History Month. I do want to say that, so I feel that um, what you stand for is a positive black man in the community, and um, you carry you carry yourself and you represent us well, um, regardless to whatever district or area that someone lives in. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like I was sitting down, I was like, it's Black History Month, Um I respect people. I see things, and I was like, you know what? I um, I want we want to have Brandon come on, I and I hit Jeff. It, Jeff was like, good one, good one. So I knew it was like confirmation. <laughs> Thanks for the cosign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like confirmation. So I was like, yeah, it's definitely going um, you know, have you come on, and you know, we got some questions for you. I don't, you have, I know you had a, a good list of questions that we um had for you. Um, can you give us a little bit of? what it is that you do yeah yeah so um and usually i get that question you know one of the questions i uh, uh seems to be the recurring question is what do you do for a living right, you're, right, kinda, right. you're everywhere right. um now my full-time job <clears throat> i work for the department of general services uh in their bureau of diversity inclusion and small business opportunities okay. uh, so essentially uh, my title there is policy and reporting specialist so my job is to create internal and external policy as it relates to trying to get more small and diverse businesses contract with the okay, state. Okay. So, you know, the state spends over uh, well, billions of dollars every year uh, on procurement, whether it's from toilet paper to construction. Okay. You know, one of the things that our bureau does is try to make sure more black and brown people are participating and at okay. least getting a slice of that pie. So that's my full-time job. Okay. Uh, my side hustle is... Uh, you know, really just trying to connect people. You know, I know I don't know everything. I'm not a subject matter expert, but, I, you know, having a broad network and working in state government for the last 10 years, you know, I do have a, a lot of connections. So what's the point of me having a million business cards if I'm not leveraging right, those right, right. business cards for either myself or for other people? So usually, you know, I live on Facebook, so I usually just listen to what everyone's complaining about, what we don't have, what we should have, uh, what's defeat. Uh, we're uh, one where's a deficiency and I try to step up and you know fill that void or connect people so that's okay. that's kind of the main thing uh, and then I also mentioned with the Greater Harrisburg NAACP uh, as their legal redress chair so you know we deal mostly with uh, civil rights issues and discrimination so I'm uh, although I'm not a lawyer I'm their person uh, essentially their liaison to the community to anyone that has any civil rights issues and I work kind of closely with the Human Relations Commission as well, okay. Pennsylvania Homeless. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, that was one of my questions because uh, I look at you um, as a man of education, as a man of um, background. Um, can you, uh, I want to say, not stress the importance of, but yeah, stress the importance of education. Well, you know, we're, the, the just word, to get into where you're at, you yeah. know, just like a little bit of, oh, I'm sorry about that, um, a little bit of your path and what it takes 
you know, and the importance of education. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and fun fact for uh, a lot of people, I actually don't have a college degree. I probably have like three credits. Okay. Um, you know, I was blessed enough that when I, I got an internship when I was uh, with the House of Representatives, and uh, and a friend of mine really had to convince me to take the internship. The internship was seven twenty five an hour. Fia was paying twelve. Right, I was trying right, to get the right, Fia. Right, right, right. Uh, but I couldn't. Uh, I didn't get the Fia job, so I took the the internship by default. Okay. And one of the selling points of that internship is he told me, he said, listen, once you get in and understand how the legislative process works, opportunities for advancement, you know, out the wazoo, you know. So, uh, and that actually came into fruition. You know, you, you got a chance to see how the sausage was made. It's right. not a lot of black and right, brown right, people right. working right. in uh, state government as it is, especially the House of Representatives or with the legislature. Right. <clears throat> so once I was able to, to kind of get a... a understanding how things work you know uh at that point i, I really didn't need the academic uh right, credentials right. then at that point I, I had enough either projects under my belt or firm understanding of what it was i was applying for that you know i, I kind of made myself the front runner so i was kind of unique in the sense that most all of my experience is hands-on okay and on the job experience oh, and, and now saying. you know uh you know i can kind of leverage that as as well as i could to the same degree that right, I would right. if I had and, a master's degree. Right, you know, right, so. right. And I, and because I, um, I I, I'm learning a little, uh, uh, I'm going to say a lot about that, that it's not about the um, education, it's the knowledge of what you know, that what you're putting to. Right. Because even if um, one has become knowledgeable in the subject, that makes him, right. right? So it doesn't, it's not really about the schooling because you can learn the same things on your own. Because I'm, I'm right now, I start, I'm reading a lot of books for men. That are millionaires, billionaires, successful. That never went to school. Most of the majority of them, yes, they never because it's what you know and yourself work. What you know, and not even it's what you know because just you bring you're selling you you selling what you know. I think it's definitely a combination of who you know, what you know. Um, I I think the the world society, at least America, we're kind of making a pivot now to where. No, college is really was a hustle. It's an industry. Now folks are starting to see right. That no, I got this master's degree. A lot of people that have their degrees don't work in the field that they the, right, the area right, of study. Right, right. So they're saying not that the paper is worthless, but but certainly it, it's paying more dividends now to have a trade. So the vocational schools, you know, being able to fix things, build things, um, things with yeah, yeah, that's that's something that will never go out of demand, and uh, if anything, will increase in demand. You right, know, right. and they, they paying top dollar. You know, so um, the vocation, uh, I think. Vocational uh, schooling is definitely key these days. That's <clears throat> that's what I will push my. That is actually one of the questions I had, one of the subtopics I wanted to talk about because uh, I guess it's going to be a two part thing. Number one, um, the the, new, the next generation up and coming. My father owns a construction company. I've been working for him all my life. I graduated. Um, co- well, I walked the stage in college. I'm about a semester short, but I gave them the cap and gown experience. But like, I graduated. Walk. Sorry, walk the stage on a Friday. That Monday, I strapped up a tool belt. I've been in the construction field ever since. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm looking at guys my age, I'm 31, guys my age and younger who are lazy as hell. Like, they're like, they're like booty when it comes to construction. There's no right. motivation. But, so it's like, one of the things I want to ask, like, what are ways do we get them motivated? Because, yeah, starting off, you might come out making 10 an hour, 12 an hour as an apprentice or as a laborer. But I know people who make, like, 25, 35, 45 Plumbers who are making sixty, seventy-five an hour, like I mean, that sets the stage for you to become a business owner, you know. So like, yeah. and, that, and you may have a unique situation where, yeah, you know, my family has owned this construction business mm-hmm. and they may, you know, pass it down. Yeah, they pass off, pass it away, or, or decide.
Yeah, yeah, the size of a tire. But also, I'm sure your dad started from the bottom. The bottom. And he's one of the dudes that dropped out of high school at 16 yeah. and just kind of learned a trade from there. And and who better to run a construction company than someone who knows every facet yeah, of the business? Every field, you know? yeah. And you know, you know how the mentality is. Some people mm-hmm. want to be bosses from the jump, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, I think what makes a successful boss is not only being able to know how to do what the the secretary or the janitor is doing, right. uh, but also being able to do that, get down and still every do that. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Right. And he didn't he didn't he didn't um, start his company till like I was like a senior in high school, so like mid to late forties. So it's like it's a blessing to see someone who dropped out of high school become a successful business owner. Right. Here he is, just turned fifty eight. But what I tell people is, you know, with technology and with knowledge that we gain from people like my father and just others and like reading books, like um, we don't gotta wait till we forty five. You know what I mean? To start a company. We, oh. can, we can accomplish it by 35. That, see, that's the other part, too, about the school. And, you know, and what Brent was saying about it is partly what you know, but it, it's the manner in which you're acquiring that, that right, knowledge. Right, so right. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have to go to an academic institution to learn this, but the advent of, you know, Google right. and uh, uh, just the World Wide Web, you can become a subject matter yeah, expert right, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, you yeah, buckle right, down yeah, right, yeah, for two days, yeah, 48 yeah, hours, yeah, you yeah, become, yeah, at least for enough to yeah, get to that interview yeah, to make it sound yeah, like you yeah, know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. You know, so... And for me, um, that that's that's kind of been my reality, and I think a lot of people are starting to, to see that. That's why I think there's, it's why there's going to be a pivot back to, to vocational trade, especially with this workforce development stuff. You know, the, the, they're saying that there's a skills gap. You probably keep hearing this skills gap because everybody was going to college, you know, to learn, you know, to be a, a, a manager or. or no, a CEO, Business. and no, no one was still doing, actually doing the work and constructing and building things. So. And they snatch a lot of vocational programs out of these schools. Yeah, like William Penn doesn't have the Votech no more. Like the hustle, no William Penn no more. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah, exactly. My the bad. hustle, yeah. the hustle was higher ed. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and and I was, you know, so that's where that skills got come from. The one thing that they're actually trying to do now, they're trying to repurpose uh, William Penn. I'm, I, if I'm hearing a number of things that there's an asbestos problem there, that's why nothing's okay. been done. But the, the schools on the school district is currently still trying to find a buyer, but there's some local labor people that want to utilize the building for workforce development. Okay. Um, so they want to find a buyer to open it back up as a school. No, they just want them to, to get oh, it off the hands. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do something with it. Yeah, whether okay. they turn into an apartment building or okay. condos they were or trying to turn lofts. It. I got when I was doing a little bit of. Uh, the last election, mm. I was passing out flyers for uh, Gloria Martin Payne. Yeah. Got caught up in that racket a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, I'm being honest. Boy, you were like, pass or not. I'm being honest. We was out there passing out flyers till 3, 4 in the morning, man. And it came time for dude to pass. He paid, passed out a couple dollars and dipped off. But that's getting off the subject. No, yeah, oh, yeah. man. Getting back to what I was saying. Like, <laughs> they were saying that there was some people that were trying to open it up for a college for foreign exchange students yeah. or something like that. Yeah, see, that that I'm not certain of. But I know the discussions that, that have been had recently is they want to use it for workforce development. And there's a number of local unions that are based here, uh, whether it's for reentry, whether it's just making people, because uh, there's a lot of people that. People are employed, but maybe underemployed. You know, right. uh, you know, if you got a family, it's one thing to have a job, but not necessarily a, a life, a, a living or wage job, or a family sustaining uh, or careers for that matter. You right. know, so that's the one thing that we're trying to find out. And it's a lot of you know rumors and whatnot about why the school hasn't either been sold. So I'm trying to find that out for certain. If there is any issues, health or uh, safety okay. or security wise, and right. if not. Uh, 
why doesn't the school district let someone else kind of manage it and use it for something worthwhile? Do something with it. That thing look like Eastside. I think. Oh, I do think but, because they want they want the money. They need the money. Uh yeah. I mean, my thing is if if you know if I'm selling a a, a ninety two Buick and ain't nobody buying it for eight months, you know, I might want to uh, drop the price. You, yeah, drop yeah. the price or use it for something else. Right, you know, right, or right, give right. it to yeah, you know, yeah. my kid. So you know, you got to think right. outside of just trying. They're still trying to hold on. I'm saying I'm trying to sell this 92 Buick for 4500 right, right, right. And I ain't, I ain't budging on the number. Right, you know, and that's right. what it seems like it, you know, the case may be now. You know, And there's you know, more than one way to skin a cat. Right. So I'm trying to get the school district to think outside. You still got to look at it right. every time you look out the window. Yeah, they're looking at the building and just be sitting there. Right. You know, so think a little bit outside of the box You know, and say, hey, what can we do? What will benefit uh, not only the city of Harrisburg, but you know, most especially the, the kids coming from the school district, the people, the kids that are graduating, not all of them are going to college. So let's right. find something. I had seen. I had seen. I was lurking, and I was like, "Yo, I was <laughs> lurking, lurking on. The, it was lurking on this post about the building on Thirteenth and Market." You posted something about the building on Thirteenth and Market. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but this, yo, this yeah, was, yeah. listen, listen. I was like, I'm gonna go on this post and learn something. It was just too heavy for me. I was on there. I think the chick was on there, and she was talking. I was like, well, yo, this. Joke. Say it. Say it. It's, a, it's a local, and I. Yeah, that thing was Tri County. Okay. Tri County folks are. It's essentially a grant program. So anyone in that corridor right. from. 13th Street, pretty much. Yeah, 13th and Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13th, yeah. 13th and Market yeah. Street, all the way down to Cameron and Market. If you're looking essentially to beautify the facade, the outside of your building, that they'll give you a tax credit. So instead of, you know, and it doesn't say it's just limited to black, white, you know, Latino. Right, right. So, you know, people, and it, <laughs> gentrification is, you know, that's the in vogue thing to discuss. Not saying that's not happening. Right. But in that particular instance, there's nothing stopping a black either if you're a current business owner or if it's a vacant property that you buy that you were hesitant to buy right. because of the price and now you're like, okay, well, I can get ten grand to beautify it. So, my thing is black people can also participate in gentrification because all gentrification yes. means is that you're, you're, you're building up the, the community for... Uh, Maybe higher income, but middle income, but it doesn't necessarily mean whites. We just all, we automatically associate right, right, right. gentrification with white that, people. Yeah, yeah. Younger people, black people, black it's black people. people. They doing goddamn, you know, sweat yoga or what is yeah, it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Smoothie we, spots. yeah, we into that too. So, but we 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 kind of we get into that mindset where it's, uh, the others you can be that too everyone's right, trying to right, progress right. and you know and become middle and upper class i know right. i'm trying right, i'm trying right, to right, my income right, right, here yeah, you know yeah. so I, you know i'm just trying to get people to see it through that lens and you know right. you had I people come and say right. oh, yeah, they trying they to gentrify crazy. they got crazy yeah but i was just sitting time. there like why would you not want it to look like get your weight up that's what i was thinking but i was just looking and looking at that mind state and i was just like it's a to me it's a mind state and you can even be you can have knowledge and be and still be of a certain characteristic. No, oh, yeah. It 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 it's you saw some people so smart that it just looks smart like, dummies. Yeah, smart yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know. I, to me, it was like smart ignorant, and that's how I was taking it. Like she had some good points, she said some things, but it was just like the turnoff though. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's not to say that it's not happening in other areas, especially right. you know Midtown. You know, I so get think it. Like, we, I I'm sitting there like I want to talk we'll, about we'll try, right, we're gonna get, we, we try to come up with <laughs> money to move where they're at. Why not 
You don't even have to wait for a tax credit program. It's not stopping somebody right now to say, you know, whether it's the South Side, if there's a group of people saying, hey, listen, we're going to pool our money and we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Grab three of these houses on this block. We know they chick fit this block. Let's grab two or three of them. Right. The only time someone should look at gentrification as being a negative thing is if you don't have an opportunity to participate in it. Right. That's the one. That's when it's a problem. So when shit's cropping up around you perfect. and you like, we ain't hear that nothing about this, right. then that's where I'm at. That was perfect. But somebody's that, telling that you, like, good. hey, yeah. here, we're going to try to incentivize you. That people don't pay attention to in our own neighborhood. Right. There's stuff that's going on, people so caught in what they caught and they're not even paying attention. Because in Philly, yeah, put some it out people there. got involved. Like when, when it was, was starting to pop in Philly around the Temple area in North Philly, some of them cats was jumping on it. They was grabbing them little bullshit houses, you know what I mean, for a couple thousand dollars and either they sat on the lot and waited until that Russian or that Asian man came and bought it off you or they put in their own resources and fixed they Listen, and people were smart, right? You know what the new, I guess the Midtown for Allison Hill is going to be. So how we look at Midtown, Uptown, and down the, the, mid, the Uptown area. The new Midtown up here is going to be right there across the Mulberry Street Bridge. Yep. So you you better all, it would pay to start buying up property right across the Mulberry Street Bridge right. and all those houses, you see the dilapidated houses right behind. Yeah, we doing all the drywall. Yeah, all the square, yeah, all yeah. those houses, nice. all nice. those houses right behind the uh, the YWCA. Right. Mm-hmm. Buy all of them up now, because that's that's essentially going to become what Midtown is, the Uptown. Right. That's what What's that Midtown. Called, the all nighter area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what. That's going to be the That's going to be the Midtown for Allison Hill. And I'm, yeah. you know, I'm already trying. I ain't got the capital, but I got some people that got right, the credit. Right, 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 like, right, 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 right. I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah. I, I, I want to see it. Like I. I don't, I don't get it. Tri County's grabbing up some of that stuff. They on Hummel Street. Sure. They up at their Hummel Street, just one by one, yeah. grabbing them, fixing them, painting them all. Weird <laughs> looking on the outside. It's definitely here it's for dope, the take. I, I see when you go. Um, when I, that's why I'm like, do people travel? Like, do you go other places? Where you see it, like it be areas that you used to go in Philly, and you look around there, like, and they've been on it the last 10, 15 you know years. I mean? You go it's some places, and you looking like, okay. You can see, even even like even when you go to like Virginia, you see them type of areas. Look you at know, Green Street. You know what's all right. black, like you see. It's old uptown. Look at man. Green Street. Yeah. Yeah. Old 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 right, I right. lived on Green a minute. Right. So that building I lived in ain't even there no more. Right. Right. So you know, I think it. I think it. Same thing in North Philly. They did the same thing in North Philly when yeah. Temple when they expanded yeah, Temple. Yeah, yeah. They're doing the same thing with Harrisburg University. So any of that property or any neighborhoods that are in the vicinity of a, a college. Oh yeah, right. Especially going right, boost right, up, right. You know, yeah, you, make you, it look good. Get the value of your property. Stand there while you get your education. And grab it. Right. Well, well, we could have rented something out for like six fifty, eight hundred. You grab that up and you do the damn thing too. You make it look real nice. You can you can get somebody for twenty five hundred legally. Right. I need, I need two thousand dollars for my rent. Knowing five ten years ago it was worth six hundred in rent. Yeah. Listen, all the state state agencies down here. Is. Most of the people are moving here for state yes. jobs. It's walking distance from Mulberry right. Street Bridge, right. so it, you know it, it's it's coming. You know, Lancaster's so. doing it too. Lancaster, yeah. listen, downtown Lancaster look like how Harrisburg. They look like the capital downtown. Exactly. That, that, that shit is like uh, no. They got nice. these little condos that are expensive as hell. People are pissed, but it's like, what do you want to do? Like, right. get get with it, like. I watched something on the worst cities in Pennsylvania last night. Like, Earlier this morning, about three something this morning. And I then I like, all right. So mm-hmm. is it safe to say, like, because I see like they moving a lot of people from Section Eight. Like they're moving them in neighborhoods that and giving you basically edu- where you can send your kid to get a good education because they're it ain't like they're taking you out. They're, they got Section Eight out, out going out towards Walmart. Well, that's because so it, it, it's yeah. it, what's happening is at one point in time, nice white people 
uh, wanted to live within the city. Everything was within walking distance right. work. And then it got to a point where they said, hey, and they all fled and moved to the suburbs. A number of things. Crime rate could be the, the issue, um, but also just new development. It's newer houses out here. You yeah, know. Let's go over here. So, but now it, it's the reverse is happening. So everyone that's in the suburbs is trying to move back into the city, have everything at their fingertips. I think downtown now has a grocery store. So, right. so yeah, it, it pays the. Uh, it definitely pays to get. Like I said, the only reason why someone should have an issue with gentrification is if, if you didn't have an opportunity to participate mm-hmm. in it. And then all, like I said, gentrification means, I, I think, that the right. etymology of uh, the origin of the word just means uh, noble class, you know, so, you know, upper class. So everyone is trying to strive to, to, to increase, yeah, at, at least we should, you know. Right. So, like I said, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but we, we automatically associate gentrification with white, you know, white folks uh uh, moving into the mm-hmm. city. That's what it's been about. Yeah, it, it, it hasn't been any the participation. Had the money. But to, you know, I know you're going to pivot back to the, but the courthouse, and that has to do with local elected you know, right. representation. Can I say something about that before we get in that? You, you <laughs> mind if we touch that? Because I feel, and this is because we bid on that courthouse, and I have a strong, I know we got a strong chance of getting our portion. You know what I mean? So, but, but all right, what I want to say is, first off, because I know we got listeners, I understand the frustrations of Harrisburg City Council and all that, because some of that um, stuff was awarded prior to the bid coming out. Mm-hmm. I get that. But one thing that Harrisburg needs to look at is, um, they, how can I put this? That is a courthouse. That is like, of course, it's going to be like 11, 13, 14 stories high. That is going to be some crafty stuff where you got to be skilled. You got to have um, the labor force to do it. You got to have the ability to go and grab the material to do I know it. You're wrong with it. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> and in Harrisburg, like, like I said, I've been dental construction for years. I rub elbows with the local guys who've been doing stuff. Other than like, TLC, which is my man Tark, like, and that's, now that's drywall and stuff, you know, and you got my man Weedy out there, um, but it's like, those are guys who are capable of handling that portion of drywall, metal stuff, framing, maybe some acoustic ceilings, okay, um, you got a painting company um, called Trihanson who does labor and um, painting, they're out of Carlisle, but half of his employees are from Harrisburg, mm-hmm. all minority, all these are minority owned, now this is what gets me. And this is the way we got to get back to the vocation, and we got to educate, and we right. got to we got to strengthen that's ourselves. His field, P-A-E. Yeah, he that's walking, why I'm glad he ain't walking in this field. You hear me? <laughs> so I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead. We listening. We now we got and then please excuse how I put this. I'm not trying to put this down. I'm trying to build us up. We have a lot of mom and pop, small small like electric companies, plumbing companies, and that is fantastic. But if you want to get on something like the courthouse, you got to be like like an entity. Like you, you got to have be, the capacity. Yes, and you got to be able to buy like, if my dad, my dad get this courthouse, right? He has to have the ability to go and purchase literally hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of drywall. Right. But he has a supplier. So it's like, he don't got to pay for it out of his pocket. Right, it's right. a credit joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's in the bid. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the bid. See, a lot, of, a lot of minority companies around here too don't understand the bid process. Like everything that goes into having this. I think, um, and I, and I get it because we can go way deeper than why it is the way it is, but it's like, you can't just go with your hand out, oh, give me this job, but you don't have the credentials. Right. right. Listen, and that, that was primarily one of the, so two things. So this, the whole idea of the courthouse being at the, the site where mm-hmm. it, they're constructing it now, they've been having that conversation since Steve Reed was in office. Right. So right. my thing is that there should have been a, a direct line of communication, especially with the federal government, mm-hmm. with our local elected officials. And I know some of the local people are relatively new, and not, no shade at you know, Wanda Williams, but Wanda Williams was there, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, as during that time when, mm-hmm. when Reed was there. So I think people just... just 
we, they kind of got into the sense, I think they assumed since the federal government was involved, that uh, that they would do the right thing and that we really didn't have to be aggressive and, uh, and mm-hmm. do a lot of uh, checking in on them. But also, to the same by the same token, we don't have the... There's not too many firms locally that have the capacity to general contract I forgot to say that too we don't even have a big boy minority owned because that's really how you would have got the whole the play to go our way we don't have a black owned general contractor who can literally man an entire project like that right no, we so, don't have that. So that's that's part of the issue too. So it's one thing to say, hey, you, we need more minority participation. We need more for a minority or local contracts. But you, if literally, I'm sure if they ask them, like, all right, well, give us a list of uh, folks to have the capacity to do X, Y, and Z. They're gonna name the same, maybe two or three people mm-hmm. that you cited. Uh, and if that's already bid out, then you know what else you got. Who else okay. do you have? So we don't even we don't have, have an excavating company. Yeah, so we're pissed about the, like the breaking ground. Yeah, we don't even we have, don't have nobody uh, do that. Uh, especially the the folks that are the local labor folks don't even have a list of people. Or if you don't have a list of people, you need this is when we talk about workforce development. You need to start developing. You need to start working with the, the mom and pop folks that are in existence now to build their capacity so, or to have them. So I'm know, trying to understand: is it that? There is none, or they don't involve them. Um, in this case, I think there there, it's a little bit of both, but okay. the latter part I think is important too, because there's gonna be other. There's right down the street's going to be um uh, the 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 state archives building, mm-hmm. so with the Legion and right next to Hamilton, okay. that's gonna be the Pennsylvania Archi- state archives, which is a state contract. Wow. So same deal there. So there's gonna be con. There's gonna be. Uh, subsequent contracts and opportunities, so we're gonna keep confronting the same issue that we don't have the people available. It's one thing to say, why ain't we got blacks involved? But we don't have blacks to have the capacity, or you know, black and brown people to have the capacity to do the work. So we need we need to start doing capacity building, which you would use William Penn for, uh, or some other uh, a way of building capacity, or getting people to say, hey, listen, you guys should, you know, it's nothing stopping. Uh, Folks were maybe merging or bidding together mm-hmm. as well, too. You know, having those conversations. Remember when the Jackson before. Tower was done? Mm-hmm. That was a, um, I don't know who did it, but it, I know it was a government job. It was it was, it was was a state government job. That's what we call it because it was scale. Right, scale, scale job. Wage. Yeah, because that's what the course going to be, a scale wage job. Um, for the who doesn't know the scale is, that means, like, basically, if you make $18 an hour, $17 an hour, um, that shit's going to be tripled. Like, a laborer is going to make buku money. Yeah, prevailing wage. Uh, yeah, so prevailing wage. Who gets those jobs? What do you mean? Like, who gets that job? Like, if my dad, like, say, I'll use my dad for example. He lands that job, then his workers, like, his, okay. his work, he, but. Okay. Listen, I've been on, a, even working in the House of Representatives, so it's a, I'll give her a shout out to this black owned mm-hmm. business, construction cleaning business. Oh, sure. Woman, Sharia, Sharia. Yeah. So, you know, a few times I'm, you know, trying to be the connector I am. Okay. She said, hey, I need people to, you know, help clean the school down in Downingtown. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. So I'll pass with some people, and then one time she was like, I was like, how much they getting paid? She's like, oh, this is a prevailing wage job. It's 52 hours. Right. Well, shit. I'm right. going to take leave from this job. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put in leave. Yeah, and I'm going go down there a whole week. So, yeah, yeah. The prevailing, the, the, any public prop, and that, they're actually trying to change that law right now, too, for that purpose. So, any public project, no matter if School, only 1% no, no of the, the, the job is financed by public dollars, it's automatically qualifies wow, for prevailing still, wage. Wow, I'm still on and it goes by region. Wow, you know, so <laughs> a labor, yeah. like a labor yeah. like thirty dollars an hour to push a broom like thirty two hours. So now what? What, what, what wow. the Republicans are pushing now and down in Harrisburg is they say, fit at least fifty percent 
of the the job has to be fi publicly financed, as opposed to now, it's pretty much one percent can be financed and it's automatically triggers that prevailing wage. See, I was doing I was doing insulation. You got me. I was doing insulation at colleges and all scale. type of stuff. That's pretty no, scale. they they man, they they cut us twelve dollars an hour. It goes by region too. It goes. It's it's who you dealing with. Oh yeah, yeah. You because know, you I know, work. I'm, I'm not gonna say the company's name. You know, I got some money with dude. Oh, was it a scale? He didn't do though? right. He didn't do right, but he had a lot of these scale wage contracts. We were breaking down Hershey. We did the hospital. All the time. Oh, that's stuff. automatic. Oh, yeah. We did a wing. Right. Right. Harrisburg the Hospital. We did it at Harrisburg. I mean, I mean, I mean he had the high school. I mean, is it not fair? To, I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I understand not giving up the whole thing. Like, you get, you, if you come work for me, you get what you get. Yeah. Oh. But it's legal, too. You can get sued for that. Right. Yeah. They oh, have yeah. guys come around with clipboards. What is it that you do? Yeah. How much are you getting paid? And you better know exactly what you're being paid. So and wait, if you don't, that person's coming to your boss. Wait, so what? Do they t do they prep them to lie beforehand or something? No, they don't tell it. They keep you in the dark. I don't know if he almost got prepped to lie fresh out of high school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fresh out of college. My dad was like, look, you're really a laborer, but if you got to go cut some metal, I understand it. But I got you as a laborer full time, so tell them you're a laborer. I messed up. I didn't know. I said, well, I clean. Sometimes I cut metal. All right, so when you're cutting metal, you need to be making like, this amount. Yeah, this amount. When right. you've got that broom in your hand, you need to be making this amount. But there's some people that will pay you fifteen dollars an hour, knowing damn well they should be giving you that thirty-two. Getting that prevailing wage money. Because they're pocketing the rest of that. When I should go to you, they're still getting theirs. Right. Because if you if you're making if you're making thirty-two fifty-two an hour, they put in a bid. They're getting paid for you. They're making. They're still making their twenty thirty dollars off top right. off of what you're doing. Oh, so they get every hour you work. Right. Yeah, for every hour you work, he's probably getting seventy-five dollars an hour. Now he's got to pay you your wage, pay the taxes on that, and the boss keeps the rest. Mm -hmm. People don't know that. But real quick, this one last thing. Coming together too. We did the Jackson Towers. It's thirteen floors. Okay, yeah. we split it with TLC. That's good money. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, Tarp had his like six floors. We had our seven. A lot more of that needs to happen. You know, but everybody. And everybody ate. It was all my doors. Everybody ate. Good. Y'all came together and put that together. No, nah, um, it was ECI was the uh, general contractor. Mm -hmm. Um, they needed. It's called MBE. Some people needed to know about the MBE Minority Business Certification, the Women's mm -hmm. Certification. Like they needed minority participation. The people who flourish the most with these bigger jobs is like right. us drywallers and stuff. So. We could have handled it, but we were both bidding it. They liked our numbers. We was all pop tarping. My dad was politicking with them, not with each other. Right. So they like, look, we just gonna split it with y'all. And then my dad and Tark, they're actually cool now. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how I should. We hope this goes for the courthouse with, too. With the capital. The so like I said, a lot of there's gonna be a lot more development. And like I said, the two major projects that are at least in the, the immediate futures: courthouse, state archives, all mm -hmm. within you know one area. But it, you know, it's a lot of. A lot of land that's going that needs to be developed, and people yeah. are looking. I think, what's the one company? Uh, is it DHS? Who's moving? I heard DHS. Oh, oh they are moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was they're just moving too. You know, right. so where they moving? Who they moving? Out to the suburbs. So yeah, they're uh, yeah, not too far, but a, a, a newer location. Oh, okay, state so they, location. So they, so bigger, bigger location. Bigger location. Right? Different when they move certain where. They yeah, you know. So I mean, developments happening uh, all the time. You know. So um, so I mean, whether we miss the boat, you know the. Ten years ago, or this courthouse, you know. Right. So learn from it. Now, what can we do more? Yeah, you know, because it, it's going to be a next a next mm -hmm. project. I think one thing people got to get educated on that I stress is, you got to get your credit up, your credit line up, and get get good with a, a supplier. That's had the battle right there. Finding guys is a battle too, but you can get men. You could. That's what Craigslist is for. That's what reaching out to the unions for, like stuff like that. You can get manpower, but can you go out on your own? Because when you get to some of these big jobs. 
they're not supplying material for you. You're supposed to put that in your bed yeah. and get your own damn material. And there's, uh, there's programs, too, you know, to, to your point earlier about uh, there's resources available if you, you just look for it. And, right. and also, you got to put in the work, too. Motherfuckers ain't giving out free money. Right. No, so, they're not at all. So, the Department of Community Economic Development, DCE, they have a number of programs, usually when it comes to black folks that uh, are trying to penetrate into that construction business. To your point, having the capital. Is, is the problem. If I don't have good credit, more than likely I can't go to you know, a traditional financial institution and get, and get a, a loan. loan. Mm-hmm. So you have to go somewhere else. And if you go somewhere else, usually they charge a little bit higher the, uh, interest. Right. The interest rate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with the state, they have programs where they try to at least keep the amount of interest to what you would be able to get from a regular bank. Okay. Uh, and these, you know, so there's a number of programs, but usually asked for you, whether it's business plan or, you know, you have to put in some work. You know, right, usually yeah. when you get, when I refer somebody, yeah, once they see that they gotta do a little bit of work, then they usually like, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm good, I'm good on that. So, but yeah, no, it, it's it's definitely out there. Yeah, go because just like any business, that first five ten years, you you gonna struggle. I think my dad just hit his like fourteen fifteen year mark. I watched him have great years. I watched him tank and had to pull his shit back together. And then as far as getting that tank, credit too, what, tank, from, tank meaning like I mean, the shit almost not being no work or not nah, like not or he going just, under. He got not, he owed. Put it this way. Took a six-figure loss, and that almost ruined him. We did uh, the Lux building. Oh. My dad did a lot of shit downtown. The Lux building across from the Capitol, the steps mm-hmm. to the Capitol. Business went bad. So, wait, so... Learning lesson from a pop, though. It's, like, it's good to so, take a loss, be a boss. Like, yeah, but where does the... I, I know there had to be money made in the process. Money was I mean, made, I'm like, not getting into... And, no, I, I don't know the Let's talk about it. This is what we here for. <laughs> like, yeah, my dad well, came no, When we rapping about having <laughs> yeah. him five years ago, right. his... his he had to go through two years of struggling, and then he ended up with the with the, the, with the Jackson Tower job. He was like, "I'm back, baby." So it's like took a hit and then came took back. Took a hit right. and it sucked. Now I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna get into him personally." What happened right, to him right, personally, right, but like, right. he like, of course, he made money. It was like a 13 story building. Okay, right. If they're lost, like I think yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, they nice. Too. So yeah, so like top, they start usually start top down. So maybe them top four or five floors, he got his money, but then something happened with him and and, and the GC and, and the main man. His name was like Dan something. So like, dude, stay away from Dan. Because like, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to do some shit. Um, so do they put out like a, do they put out like a so like is there a list or something that people that do that type of work can see or is it so like, I know for us I mean do they you, announce you, you that touched on it earlier so you do have so with us Department of General Services if it's any state contract you have to certify with the with the, uh, DGS as uh, either small business or small diverse okay. business and then there's seven uh Third party certifiers if you want to become a small diverse business. So you're talking about MBE, mm-hmm. a minority business mm-hmm. enterprise, a woman, a WBE, women mm-hmm. business enterprise. So you can veteran. start a business for your wife, WBE. Yeah. Like it's dope. Whether it's a veteran owned business too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once you do that and you certify with us, there's a, a place called eMarketplace. Mm-hmm. They send you all the alerts. So once you certify, we automatically put you on the list and we send out alerts. So you'll, you'll get an email saying, uh, there's going to be, uh, we're putting out a bid for, yep. invitation lot- to bid. even if it's lottery, you know, mm-hmm. someone to be a new lottery uh, to help with the uh, and, uh, the computer, computerization right. mm-hmm. of uh, So it'd be, it'd be like a couple of them back to back, so like if one get one, Man, more, there's a lot of opportunities. get 20 invitations. Oh, there's a whole bunch of them. I mean, that's why usually a lot of yeah. us miss it, is because there's so much shit that they put out, there's a shit okay. happening everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's money to be made. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. It is. And you got, and like my dad, he's a type, because, um. If you just sit around here and just want to make all this Harrisburg money, right? You, because there's not big shit popping all the time. You got to be willing to go to Lancaster, York, yeah, Gettysburg, yeah, yeah. 
we go, we go to Maryland. We go to Pittsburgh. Okay, yeah, so it's open that you can yeah. see past this. Yeah, yeah. even outside yeah. of construction, oh, too. Yeah, there, yeah. There's, uh, okay. you know, uh, professional services, okay. too. I mean, I've seen a few friends. One th- one. I, I still score some of the applications. So they send to us. What do you mean by professional service? I so mean, like, my mind went well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know why. No. So, like, if, if you're no. an attorney, you know, yeah. you can, you know, yeah. you can provide wow. legal representation. There's uh, media, too. If, if you have okay. a, a media firm, uh, I know Marcia Perry, I've seen a couple of her okay. applications come in. Um, so anything that, that they would buy and sell, like I said, literally from toilet paper to even with the Department of Corrections, too, that mentors, too. They, okay. they, they look to uh, Department of uh, Corrections, Department of Probation and Parole. There's a, there's a whole bunch college, of stuff. College background-based, though. Nah, nah, nah. My wife is trying to put me oh, on. Yeah. I got like 105 credits, and she, uh, one of her patients, oh, my, one of her patients was like, I can get him in. Doctor like, I can get him in. <laughs> yeah, nah, listen. <laughs> Talk about me. I can get you, if you want to switch out of construction and go in, my major is criminal justice. I can get you a job in with them, and then you work your way up. You said just get your foot in the door, work your way up. Who you dealing with? Like, the guy that I was dealing with, he got a lot of different contracts and stuff, but it was times where I worked. I remember moving in my apartment, and you remember. Yeah. When I moved in my apartment on Bow Street, I took my own money and fixed this joint up. I'm working. I'm, I'm getting scale wage down Harrisburg Hospital. Dude didn't have no check for me for two months. Oh. Doing that too. I seen that say. I seen that. Might be talking about the same person. No, it's the same family. It's the same family, and I ain't gonna put him on blast, man. Even though he played it like that was a funny. I should have some brothers. When when you working, you when you busting ass construction, you looking for that check, and they spin you. That's when like dudes who because like let's be honest, construction. Yeah, I came out of college. 70% of the dudes in construction are Vikings. These dudes is killers. And if right. not killers, they, they have a criminal background. Right. They're from the streets. Like, they will maintain professionalism so they can stay out of jail and make their money. But let you really hold some of these dudes' money. You can't blame them if they take a hammer upside your head. Dude, won't let me work right now because I told him he was going in my trunk. What will come about that you um, have to hold their money? Because maybe you didn't do right by your money. Maybe because you... So spent the money that you spent the money paid. on you. And and I, and I also since you know uh, representing DGS unofficially here, and also the state sometimes doesn't. We have we have a in law statute that says a prompt payment uh, statute where after fourteen days from the time you get the invoice, the, invoice, the, the yep. general contract is supposed to be paid, and then from that point. I think it's uh, to 30 days. Yeah, 30 days. Mm-hmm. The subcontractor. So mm-hmm. most of you know, black and brown folks are subcontractors. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to wait that at least that 44 days. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if the state of. So yeah. sometimes the state bullshits too. Okay, yeah. And then, yeah. So but you got to counteract that too because. Sometimes. The most yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> yeah, because what my dad does is he used credit line at first. No, he don't. What he do is you just got to keep jobs going. Right. So he might use a job that he's started two months ago and to help pay for back. his new job. Right. Okay. And so that comes in. You got to learn how to rob Peter to pay Paul. Oh, right, right. right. Oh, that's when that. So I want to, um, while we're, we're coming up, uh, we're, we're good right now. Um, I, t- I got a question, though. and Because uh, you said you do work with Stilton. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I want to ask you your opinion. This is nothing. It's just your opinion. What is the difference that you can see from what you know of Harrisburg and what you know of Stilton that is the difference of how both are ran and I want your opinion on what you think would be better for the city of Harrisburg? Or I mean, because and I look at it like I don't 
separate the areas, but we, but we know we all look at yeah, it like this is really our area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. all my family, we're from from my family. Well, I'm not, but my family's from still, and everybody yeah. travels through over, and we travel mm -hmm. different West places side. to work. You know, you can spin around, <laughs> you can spin around the corner, and you in another. Yeah, so, that's why they're, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what's the difference of how they're ran and what you think it would be better? Well, I think Stilton's main issue is it still suffers from that stigma, stigma of over-policing or aggressive policing. You know, there's a lot of people, even if you ain't into nothing uh, illegal, that don't want to go for That's what I was saying. I, I, watched a, I watched the documentary at 3 o'clock this morning that said, yo, they did 10 worst cities in Pennsylvania, and Stilton was number two. I yeah. watched it, I laughed, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, really? Seriously? Like, so, yeah. You, you, and, but that was somebody's point of view. And I, No, I mean, and, and, and I won't say the worst, but certainly, the, the, you know, they, they suffer from... Uh, they suffer as a result of that. I mean, a lot of economic development doesn't happen down there because right. not many people are trying to go to Stilton, especially if it's something that's black-owned. Usually a lot of black-owned businesses, hopefully with the exception of... Uh, venue guys, yeah, the venue. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of times they might last six months because, you know, people aren't really trying to come down there. So the, the one thing that we're trying to do to combat that, they have a few young progressive folks on council down there as well as the borough manager and their chief, their chief of police gentleman named Tony Minyam. He's like 40, but he, he's, like, he's, he's he's a cool dude. Whoa, whoa, yeah. What's wrong with 40? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, some say he's young. I'm saying he's young. I'm saying, I'm, 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 I said that to say he's young. Okay. Compared to some of the other chiefs, you know, like, you know 50, 60 years old, right, and, and right, right. they so come from a whole guy, different world. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Still yep, yep. Okay. So, you know, um, he's very progressive too. So I think that's one of the things it suffers from, and as a result of that, you don't have a lot of business. It's not really booming. It's, it's getting to that point now with the dispensary, uh, right. They just sold the property right across from the the bureau, uh, the borough building, okay. where they're going to develop some stuff. Whether uh, it's going to kind of be like a business corridor, got the venue coming down there. So I think they're still they, yeah. they're suffering, but they're they're turning the corner at the present moment. Um, with regard to the city, uh, I think it really just has to do with like community involvement. Really, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Pap and Foods has done anything disastrous. Uh, from an economic standpoint, but community-wise, and trying to leverage all the talent, and because you ain't everybody, it, you can still leverage the talent in the community. You don't have to that's necessarily be a job, but right. it's a commission. Just getting people's opinions and input, right. and some people be willing to do the work and give you the research for right. free right, just right, to be right. able right. to just, have a yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's where I think he he's deficient at. Um, and we're still you know cool, and these are uh, things that I, I've said to him as well. Uh, I, but I think it, it should be more community driven, more so, community participation. So, do you think it's is he from here? No. See, so do you think, he's not right. No, so do he's you not think, from here? But he's been here. You know where he's from? I think he's that fat dude from Store, Toy Story Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looked just like Toy Story. Right, right. So yeah, so I, I think I so. Do you think like I not, not from, being like. from there or having a part of it? Plays a major part. So uh, oh, not, not the not the. Uh, we don't feel comfortable. Like he, he don't feel comfortable seen, going in bills right I now. Seen just saying, yeah, yeah. Buying up them properties though. So I see him your, walking down bridge. So in the last, let's say, he's definitely. Doing I don't know, bro. Right. Since the, I don't, you know what's crazy? I must have been real young. Mayor Stephen Reed. We was hyped because, forever, because he rebuilt the playground yeah, yeah. and we was hyped about that. So we oh, about Street. Street. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so that's why I'm thinking like so out of. The mayors and stuff we have. So, has anyone ever like has it changed much in your opinion? Sitting from where you sit at, have they as far as, as then? <laughs> as far as like the growth of the city, is it moving? 
Uh, I mean, I think it's moving in the right direction, but you know, not at the pace that it should. Especially, you know, we talked about Lancaster, and we keep forgetting. I think sometimes it's the afterthought. We're the fucking capital of the right, the, yeah, the yeah, Commonwealth. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. You know, so we are slow to draw on everything. Right, right, right. You know, and, and it almost, uh, you know, people think of Philly as right. the right. capital. You know, right. uh, and so even from a PR standpoint, we need to do more about that because a lot of people, even I think a lot of young people now probably don't really understand right. the capital. Uh, yeah, so yeah. You, you go please be like, I'm from Harrisburg. They be like, where the hell is Yeah, so yeah, when I was in, when <laughs> I was in placement, to... motherfuckers ain't know nothing about <laughs> no Harrisburg. <laughs> you go to the Midwest. They said, where are you from? Philly, Pittsburgh? That was the first thing they right. said. Philly, I said, I'm from Harrisburg. They're like, where's Harrisburg? Harrisburg is the capital of Pennsylvania. Right. I mean, so we have a lot of resources uh, at the ready and right that are situated right here regionally that I don't think we tap into. The one thing I also will say is one of the, the uh, deficiencies of this mayor is relationships. It does take it does require, especially if you're going to be mayor, it requires you to be able to deal with diverse populations and, and to be a nego- have a negotiator right, spirit. Right, have that go-to person. He, he's kind yeah. of a person like, yeah, nah, it's my way or no, fuck you. Yo, because he's staying up in his with the school board. I don't like that shit. This is like a, a season on the water. If he's engaged right. at all. Yeah. Like, so why they keep bumping his like a And that's what I started thinking about. I'd be like, when you don't want no one to help you or to see their point, like, are you stealing? Like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. right? What are you? There's do you want to see the school fail? Right, because it's like, you would want to use the people to help that know what's going on to help the right 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 i mean so and it's all about relationships relationships. you talked about earlier it is sometimes what you know but it is a thing combination of who you know too right so having those relationships you know he almost it seems like he operates like all right well let me not respond this way because you know I'm, I'm representing forty nine thousand right. other people. It's almost like all right, what about Pat and Fusto? Yeah, well, nah, we ain't, uh, and then as a result of that, the, the city suffers because right. he makes a decision mostly out of emotion or from a personal standpoint. When of, it ain't about you, it's yeah. supposed to be about the forty nine thousand right. other people. Because like we 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 hang on to well, we have Chief Carter. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just being honest. Like we hang like it's like they gave us that. And since we gave you him, y'all, this is that's how I look at it. Like, yeah, no, no. We gave you him, so now I'm just gonna let the city be. Yeah, we gave you representation. Yeah, so we gave you something. So it's like, and that's just my opinion. That's how. I look yeah, at no, it. I yeah. think those are the the main two areas. Uh, because it, it, like I said, it's literally people that would be willing to um, do a lot of the work that needs to be done. Even something as simple as like a police advisory committee or commission. Right. That was something that forever. Still in. Uh, there's owner, there's owner here on board. There's one you, uh, you do oh, they're police, yeah, they're police advisory committee. Yeah, oh, he's the guy. He's the whole no, he's rapping. They canceled the meeting the last few times. Yeah, we we did our homework. I was on it. I hit Jeff like, what do you know? We only talked for like 10, 15 minutes, but I soaked a lot up for rapping with him. Yeah, he was like, he said, I do know. He's really trying to turn still around. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even like something as simple as that, right? You would literally have people that would. That has some teeth, too. It's one thing to just say, hey, here's a committee that oversees the police, but we ain't really got no juice. We can't do nothing. We don't got no resources, no budget. I'm saying, so it's one thing to create that as opposed right. to, there's nothing stopping the mayor from, it's people that would serve in that capacity, that have the background, that could do the research, get you data and data collection, all that shit for free, is what right. I'm saying. So a lot of times what you hear from elected officials that we don't have, the money to fund this and a lot of the stuff if if you really engage the community they'll, they'll do it for free you know um so i think that kind of gets in the, in the way of a progress here is because the community's really not being engaged you know the one person who 
Everybody here knows Lewis Butts, right? Lewis Butts and ran for mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharky. Yeah, Sharky. My man. <laughs> so, you know, Sharky, he's a very eccentric personality. Yeah, but if, yeah but that was the point I was making. If you ever listen to him, smart as a whip, great ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing is I usually I say to him is, tell me how you would pay for it. If you say we should do goddamn river riverboat casinos, right. how yeah. would you finance that? But the point is, I was trying to make with that is I thought, and there were supposed to be conversations where Pat and Foose went ran uh, one this time that he would use Sharky in some capacity or other. Right? Because I know I would use that whole family's educated. Yeah, well, listen, man. he's he. This, uh, I think he studied in uh, North Carolina to be a marine biologist. Yes, or yes, yes. Hot legend. You don't want nobody next to you that's smarter. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, my thing is, I mean, that's an effective leader, though, right? right because right. you should. Yeah, yeah you should. Yeah, it's going to play, yeah, play yeah. itself out with Trump. Yeah. Trump. A lot of these positions, you don't really have to be. Uh, yeah, you just got to. You don't. Have, yeah, the room. you just yeah. have to have the people yeah. around. Right. But but also <laughs> you have but the the issue with Trump is Trump, Trump doesn't listen to the smartest people. Oh, and he think, and he literally thinks he's smarter than everyone else too. So the the key is is anybody I think you know a regular Joe or regular Jane should, could occupy the position of mayor. If you surround yourself with people, like that, a cabinet yeah, type of, with right. the people that know their shit, and you're willing to listen right, right. to them, uh, but that's also, what they yeah, say. exactly. So that's where that's like. And I know Carl, at least I thought Carl Singleton was supposed to serve in that capacity. as kind of like for where Pat and Foose isn't going in the community doing X Y Z. Carl Pod gonna come out and do X Y Z. I mean, that didn't really bear itself out that much, but that's that's how it should be. And, and I think Sharky. It's, like I said, talent, skill, ideals out the ass. You know, you can you got to distill which ones right, make right, sense. Right, right, But why not have somebody? And Sharky would do this shit for free. You put right. him as a chairman of the commission yeah, on just, you know, yeah, X, yeah, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. He He'd be on it all day. Yeah, he like, River Dam, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hydroelectric dam. Yeah. yeah. You know, he'll do that. So I, I think that's where this administration has fallen short. Not only the, the first... Uh, his first term, but uh, thus far it seems like it's a repeat of the first uh, term. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we coming up on time, but we got we got five minutes. We can still, you know, um, you want to tell us anything about what you got coming up? What's going on? And- uh, your plans for the future? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I want to say how your son doing. You got a son, right? Yeah, I got two actually. Got two, got two okay. seven, eight year old, two boys. Okay. Um, Tristan Nolan, shout out to the mothers if you're listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this year definitely I got a few things coming down the pike. Uh, I'm maybe making a career change. I'll still be okay. in, uh, in in the Harrisburg area, you know, maybe with, with, with the governor's office. But definitely, I, I want to uh, engage the community. I'm pretty much doing the same thing I did yeah. in 2018, but doing you know uh, working with more people. So it's one thing. Capacity. Yeah, you know I want to keep working with the same people. I, you right. know. I want to branch out and, uh, you know, and I'm being introduced to new people every day. So, uh, like I said, my main thing is, and I'm, I'm not asking for no check or nothing out right. of it. You know, at the end of the day, I'd rather know the motherfucker who's right. occupying right. the position yeah, yeah, of influence yeah, 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 yeah. than right. the, the not have a relationship right. with them, right. you know. So, and that's, shit, I, that's paid dividends right. myself, right. too. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. know, you know, yeah, job. Yeah. And then the people... And being who you are, it's going to create for you. Listen, because you you tend to you think in that way. You know, if I if I if I know Jeff does X, Y, and Z, and the opportunity come uh, crops up where I need somebody to do 
what Jeff does. Right. You know, having that relationship, you're going, to, you're right. going off of who you know, who's kind of in that immediate uh, the, the frame of thought. Right. So that's how, so you ain't got to do, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you have healthy relationships with folks and you tr- you really trying to see people advance, you ain't got to uh, ask for no, no, put your hand out at yeah, the end of the right. day. It's yeah, going to come yeah. back. It's going right. to come back to you. You create you know? your worth. Yeah, yeah. But you, and I've had this conversation with somebody uh, like two days ago. But they say some people have the mentality like, oh, shit, this is all I got, you know, so I ain't sharing it with nobody else, you know. Uh, whereas some people have the mentality like, listen, if I if, if this doesn't pan out, you know, I got something right. else I can and, fall and, back. And I want to say, and, that, yeah. and, and I always say the one Multiple lanes. Right. I, I always say the, the person who is always worth more is the one that comes up with ideas. I, when you're the creator... You can have this, us, and I got something yeah. else coming. I'm thinking of something every minute. Listen, that's what right. I do, yeah, right? Exactly. I can't wait till tomorrow when yeah. it's only 40 degrees. It's usually what I do is I go right down that riverfront, you know, and uh, you know, and I do my best thinking on the riverfront. When I, 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 I wanted to say, um, <laughs> I wanted to say, I, you, you must have deceived me because I'm like, you come in here looking fit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I ain't bang, bang. Like, I, ain't bang. Yeah. I, I ain't bang, bang fitness. Yeah, I'm you know, but... like, he must be working out. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I don't need to. I'm uh, sitting here looking at him. I know at quite like, a few of his clients. They, yeah, they I'm sitting here like, yo, he looks like he works out compared to what you see. I'm like, right. he coming here all fit in his sweatsuit. He coming like. But you said dress comfortable. Yeah, you know, yeah, you so. do. I mean, you look good. So that's why oh, I was like. One other thing. You did say coming down the pipe. Now, it's not me, but I am helping out. So, Lieutenant. It was a new lieutenant governor sworn in. Governor Wolf was sworn in okay. for a second term. The new lieutenant governor is John Fetterman. Uh, he's rolling out uh, an initiative. It's another young lady who moved here to of color named Shivanya Corbin Johnson. Um, they're rolling out an initiative, that essentially a listening tour to see uh, whether Pennsylvania is ready to legalize recreational use of marijuana. So there will be a, a listening session here. Uh, we haven't. Selected a location yet, but it will be in February. Uh, so we're definitely inviting the community to come out to weigh in, whether for or against. You know, uh, obviously, black and brown people have been, uh, they've gotten the short end of the stick when it comes to our, our, our drug laws. Yeah. You know, I know as, uh-huh. as states as well as our nation, they're getting more progressive. You know, I think we talked about the, 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 the medical marijuana dispensary right, that's right. going to be mm-hmm. at the old uh, uptown old, uh, uh, barbecue, barbecue, barbecue whatever, place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, I think the appetite is the definitely uh, has emerged. The appetite has definitely uh-huh. increased uh, in PA uh, for legalization, even not for legalization, decriminalization. So right. that's the next thing we're going to right. do in Stilton. You know, I did have a chance to work with uh, Councilman Cornelius Johnson and... Uh, Wanda Williams before they left to to ensure that we decriminalize marijuana I'm in say, Harrisburg. Bro, I was on the board of <laughs> so we, we, we not that Cornelius. we appreciate what you're doing that district now. You know, yeah, he, he's doing book education. He got a bookstore. Yeah. Right? That's uh, the other, yeah. other one. But yeah, we're trying to do the same thing in uh, Stilton. Councilwoman Keontae Hodge is going to be leading the charge okay. on that. Um, so yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely, uh, like I said, staying engaged this year. So, uh, whoever's listening, same thing I will offer, uh, any way I can be helpful. You know, like I said, I don't know everything, but certainly I know those that, that do or should be able to point you in the right direction. So I, I welcome, 
uh, relationship building in 2019. Yeah, definitely. I and know. I appreciate you too for I, I, even providing yeah, this platform. Yeah, I, I, um, I, um, I, I, you know, I'll be lurking. I was lurking. I, I look on no, all, I do too. I lurk on all your stuff. When you start posting, I'll be like, because I look at you as someone that um that I, I'm definitely proud of, and that you're not um arrogant in mm -hmm. what you know, and that you're def you're definitely for the people, and that you um don't mind helping, and it's not like. You come at like, oh, you should know this. And I'm like, man, I just be like looking at stuff when you get to talking. I'm like, yo, bro, I know what he's talking about. And being a young black man that just, you know, he know what he's talking about. And he's here to help. And, um, and how you handle the battles because, you know, every conflict of what this person oh, said. Oh, yeah, So yeah, your yeah. response shows me like, it's, it tells me a lot of where you at. And I definitely admire that and I respect that because, um, you know, it, it's, it's never into belittling someone. It's just to... Uh, teach and help them understand so i'll be reading and i'll be some of the stuff i'll you know i'll be like okay yeah no nah, you know, only the ones that deserve you know right, i think right. someone said earlier about you know it's not we don't want to tear some people down we want to build them up also but you know oh 2019 also is going to be the year of accountability so, oh, so yes. some motherfuckers is going to be called out you know right. and i think it's a way to go about doing that it doesn't necessarily have to be a public forum but unless people can't grow unless they know like hey i'm deficient in one area same thing thing for me I, i'm constantly you know because rumors abound you know with you know uh, in terms of uh as far as i've heard about you know brandon's as this or is involved in that and i, I welcome learning that stuff because some of it may be true and some of it's like right, okay right, well right. that's really how i'm being perceived maybe i need right. to do something right. different so i, I welcome uh, that I, I the, think, the critique uh, yeah you're you're good man um you know, those that come to learn and depending on what they're coming to see or what they're looking at you about, it's all about what you want. Like, you know, you have them people that's in that because the good of what you know outweighs anything that anyone can say. Right. And I and I give you that Um, and stand on that. And we're coming up on time. I want, Jeff, you want to say something before we... Yo, I manscaped last night. My wife's going to be proud of me, dog. <laughs> no, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <And> two inches. <laughs> I got let the colonel catch me. He's looking at the colonel. The colonel. Six-foot grass. GB, you want to... Um, oh, know. man. Happy hump day, y'all. Hope we helped y'all get through your hump day. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, Wednesday night, this is when it's airing. We um thank the... um. We're going to still call you. You are counseling. Hey, man. I appreciate you know, it, man. Uh, we definitely thank you for coming. My on, bad. Uh, you know. <laughs> Listen, one will call me councilman with a council spelled with like, S-E-L. And look, I went know, to my kids. Right, right. I went to my kids. They was, I was like, we got a congressman coming. <laughs> Is congressman? I was like, yeah, they come up. Is you the congressman? Yeah, asked me as soon as I walked in. I was like, look like shit. So, <laughs> but yeah, we definitely thank y'all. We thank y'all for um, tuning in. And, um. Every Wednesday, we have someone, um, spe um, special guests, you know, to just bless us and um, give us what they're doing and what, the, and what they know. We thank Brandon for coming out and um, giving us that knowledge. And we uh, thank you all for listening and hopefully that you'll grow and you participate in your community and whatever it takes to um, better your family and your life. We thank God for each and every one of y'all. Um, you know, just do what you do. Stay positive And what you believe is what you achieve. And we thank you all for tuning in. Peace. Bless. Yeah. All right. All right.